Welcome into the Fun Astrology Podcast for April 15th, what normally would be tax day in the United States. However, it's a Saturday, so we get to wait until Monday. If yours are not done, file an extension. <laughs> Hi, Thomas Miller. Thanks for joining us. We I, Something really cool yesterday happened at 1238 Eastern Time. I was watching the markets while I was working on getting the horary course ready for release on Thursday, still on track. And all of a sudden, what had been going down kind of crescendoed, hit a bottom, bounced off, hit a double bottom called a W, and then it took off for the rest of the afternoon upward toward the close. I mean, this happened in the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ. It did not really affect gold or oil, and the dollar peaked at that point, which would be expected, and it crescendoed down for the rest of the afternoon. It was amazing to see all of that come together, but you don't think that these planets don't affect what's going on in our lives? I mean, the whole world's financial system pivoted on Venus squaring Saturn. Just incredible. Well, let's see what Ray Merriman's thoughts are, because there are some significant things as we turn the corner toward the eclipse and Mercury retrograde week. First, a couple of quotes about the economy. This one is from the Wall Street Journal editorial board published last week. Is inflation over? That was the temporary market sigh of relief you heard on Wednesday morning as the Feds reported that the consumer price index for March rose a mere 0.1%. But prices are still rising at 5%, which will not strike most Americans as a triumph. This is the real inflation story. A price level that rises 5% instead of 9.1% is not deflation. It is disinflation, which means prices are still rising, just not as fast as they were. The overall standard of living is lower, and Americans are still paying more for nearly everything. And then this from FoxBusiness.com yesterday. Americans pulled back on spending at retail stores in March as demand cooled sharply in the face of banking turmoil, persistent inflation, and higher interest rates. Retail sales, a measure of how much consumers spent on a number of everyday goods, including cars, tumbled, tumbled, 1% in March, the Commerce Department said on Friday. That is well below the 0.4% decline projected by economists and a marked drop from February when sales fell 0.2%. It's the biggest decline since December. End quote. Now raise thoughts. Global stock indices continued their rallies off the primary cycle lows of March 13th to 20th into the very end of last week before this powerful geocosmic reversal zone of April 11th through the 21st struck, fueled by Venus square Saturn and the disappointing Saturn retail sales Venus report. The Asian and Pacific Rim markets were closed by the time the U.S. retail sales report was announced, so most ended on a very positive note for the week, with multi-week highs realized. None of the indices in this region made new yearly highs, but China's Shanghai Composite came close, with Friday's high of 33.40, just slightly below the high of 33.42 on March 7th. Each recorded their highest levels last week since the lows of March 14th through the 20th. 
In Europe, the German DAX soared to a new yearly high of 15,841 on Friday, well above its prior yearly high of 15,706 on March 7th. The other indices also rallied nicely into Friday, although none made new highs for this year yet. For a developing case of intermarket bearish divergence into a geocosmic critical reversal date time band. The picture was even clearer in the U.S., where the Dow Jones Industrial Average ran up to 34,082 on Friday, its highest mark in eight weeks, but still below its previous primary cycle crest of 34,712 back on December 13th. Then it promptly sold off over 300 points, consistent with the Moon in Aquarius, high, and Venus square Saturn in the middle of a critical reversal date. However, it did recover half of that by the close in that rally that I just mentioned. The S&P nearby futures also rallied to a new cycle high of 41.89 on Friday, but was still below the recent high of 42.08.50 made on February 2nd. The Nasdaq nearby futures told a very different story as they peaked the previous week on April 4th at 13.348. Last week, however, was mostly down, with a low of 12.923 on Thursday. Is it possible that the Nasdaq made a trading cycle low late last week while the other indices all made new cycle highs? With the trickster, Mercury retrograde, readying to enter the fray next week, anything is possible. And the more bizarre, unexpected, and discordant, the more the trickster likes it. Gold and silver also exhibited noteworthy performances last week, with both rising sharply into Friday for new cycle highs. Gold exploded to 2063 on April 13th, very close to its all-time high of 2089, which was back in August of 2020. However, on Friday it tumbled sharply back to 2006. Silver also rallied sharply to a new cycle high of 26.23 intraday on Friday, but right afterwards it plunged nearly a dollar lower. That's a big reversal intraday. A similar pattern to stocks and metals was present in crude oil, the euro, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. Bitcoin, for instance, surged to 31,064 on Friday, its highest peak since June 22nd, and up over 100% from its low of 15,479 on November 29th, only to fall over $1,000 later in the day. Ethereum was just as impressive with its run up to 2130 on Friday, an appreciation of 99% from its low of 1,071 on November 10, 2022, and 142% from its low of last year of 879 back on June 18. I don't know of any advisory service that caught the move down into late last year from the high to the low of 2021, and then the move up since then, as well as MMA's weekly and daily reports have. Bitcoin is responding very well to our combination of cyclical and geocosmic market timing studies. For that matter, so are crude oil and stocks. Now the short-term and longer-term thoughts. Quote yesterday from CNBC, An embarrassing leak of highly classified Pentagon documents has endangered intelligence methods, exposed American strategy, and undermined trust among U.S. allies. The trove of classified documents, which first appeared on the Discord social media site last month, 
revealed stunning details about U.S. spying on Russia's war efforts in Ukraine and secret information about Ukraine's combat power, according to NBC News reporting. End quote. As mentioned earlier, we are now headed into a weekend that is in the middle of this current geocosmic cluster. This represents the peak of cosmic energy, so a change in investor psychology is most probable during these periods, which means the potential for a trend reversal in many financial markets is higher than normal. This week finds a solar eclipse in the last minutes of the last degree of Aries on April 19th and 20th, with the sun and moon both in a square aspect to Pluto, which is in the first minutes of the first degree of Aquarius. With Pluto highlighted by a hard aspect with the solar eclipse, the attention will likely be on the four Ds, debt, deficits, downgrades, and defaults. Maybe companies' first quarter earnings reports will be far less impressive than expected. Additionally, with Pluto in such a hard aspect to a solar eclipse, there could be a bit of a dark mood regarding the future. First, a solar eclipse is when the moon, the past, blocks out the sun, the future, casting a shadow on the earth. It's like the light has been turned off and the room becomes dark. This implies the path that humanity has been taking towards its future is interrupted, and there may be a sense of losing one's way. There could be doubt or fear about what's next. With Pluto, the god of the underground, there is also a potential sense of foreboding as secrets are revealed or uncovered, perhaps through leaks, such as happened last week regarding the Pentagon's classified information. There may be more damage than originally thought regarding these leaks, or leaks in other areas that may be revealed. This is not a favorable time to share secrets, for to do so will likely make matters worse, not better. Confidentiality will be held in great value now, and loose lips will be punished. The next day, April 21st, Mercury turns retrograde in mid-Taurus, the money sign, within two degrees of Uranus, the disruptor. Sharp and sudden price moves are possible here, too. With Mercury retrograde, reversals from the last trading cycles are common within four days. However, Mercury retrograde is a trickster, and if everyone sees and expects the same thing, the trickster, nearby to Uranus, will likely operate in a contrarian fashion. Technical indicators of buy or sell signals are often false. It's not uncommon for prices to swing back and forth every one to four days. If they continue in one direction after the fourth day of a retrograde, then a reversal will tend to happen within one day of the retrograde midpoint, which will be May 2nd and 3rd. On the positive side, Mercury retrograde may be favorable for intuition over logic and common sense. One concern is that the next big reversal zone will be May 16th through the 23rd, when Jupiter enters Taurus. Mars enters Leo, and Pluto, in still the first degree of Aquarius, form a fixed T-square. This is a cosmic symbol of another possible financial crisis, and it occurs close to a time when the United States' debt ceiling limit needs to be raised, lest the U.S. face the prospect of a default. 
That, in turn, could cause a major worldwide panic, albeit a panic that may not last long since the Jupiter-Pluto square is only an intermediate-term planetary cycle and not a long-term one like the Saturn-Uranus waning square of 2021 through October 2022. This is a time when investors would be well advised to be cautious and defensive, possibly through the end of May. It may be fine for short-term trading or hedging core positions, but challenging if you're trying to execute a longer-term strategy. Unexpected things come up, and it behooves one to be flexible and not force something like a position trade or a business deal, before it is ready. And that concludes this week's newsletter. And I don't have a lot to add to that. He covered everything. We have, obviously, the things aforementioned coming up this week, the eclipse, Mercury retrograde. We'll mention that the moon wobble peaks next Sunday. Now I've just done Monday's podcast. (laughs) But yeah, these are the things that are ahead of us. We're coming into eclipse season. We talk about the moon wobble here periodically, and I just wonder that documents thing, what implications long-term that's going to have. may not have come on like a natural disaster type of news story, but the disaster of that might be a lot bigger than a hurricane or a storm or anything else. But I'm probably like you, pretty immune to all of this stuff by now, and it's like, no, I'm just going to keep my blinders on and keep my intentions strong and keep moving in a very forward, metaphysical, spiritual direction and not let the noise get too distracting around the edges. These days of lighter energy in the sky continue Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then, of course, Thursday is the big eclipse. So we'll look forward to that. How many of you are going to stay up? I think I might. We're going to be hopefully launching the course. We're still looking at that date, but but right now, as I'm recording this, it still is good. All right. We will see you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. I love you. Thanks for listening. 